I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. All right, you know, you see, we use it for the wordplay. Jesus for the bird play. Kanye use it for the diversity. Me, I'm for the controversy. All my verses picture perfect, only spit to serve a purpose. You ain't living with your kicking, then you're worthless. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Tip Podcast with your host, Rod Ed. Karen. And uh that might be the best lyrical intro we've had in the history of the show. And that's we five hundred some episodes deep, man. I know, right? That was like no stumbling. Hey, you know what's what uh, hey, you know I'm trying to get past this TI comparison and little do i know i spit a ti verse perfectly i'm not helping my case at all with this shit yeah i honestly <laughs> i picked ti because you remind me of ti so it was like damn it i know man i'm sorry bruh but you know can't fight it man just uh the, the comedy ti man you can still be the king of the south man yeah i guess so <laughs> <laughs> well uh speaking of uh you know the comedy ti king of the south and all that stuff man uh it's a person that's been on the show before uh, mm-hmm. a few times man actually uh yeah people were excited they was like yes yeah one of those people when we mentioned that he's coming on people always are like oh shit um it's sarone russell man what's going on sarone nothing man I'm, I'm i'm doing good thank y'all for having me back thank you for the people out there the six of y'all who wanted me to come back <laughs> uh i kind of uh i need this tonight to I don't know. I need to do better. I was on a podcast last night. Real, real nice, uh, podcast. And, uh, I think we, we, uh, I had my first encounter with a, with a hater. I, I didn't, I ain't had one yet. And it was, it was kind of weird. I Oh, what? Now, how were they hating on you, man? What happened? He called and, uh, he said, I've been listening for 20 minutes and you guys are not funny. Oh, <laughs> Lord. He wanted his yeah. money's worth. He paid for that damn podcast. <laughs> He said we was masquerading as as comedians, and we need to <gasps> be charged by internet theft. I was like, yes. "Oh shit!" You know what I like about that is I like anybody who's willing to not only listen for twenty minutes, but then make a phone call just to hate. Like that type of hate it's, is pretty like special that you can create that in somebody. That's commitment. That that yeah. nigga took time out from showing truckers his taint on chat roulette to come say you know what i need to tell these niggas what i feel about their comedy (laughs) (laughs) and 20 minutes is a long time like you know if if i i can't think of anything i would listen to for 20 minutes that wasn't funny that i would uh still need to let those people know how i feel i feel like i would just cut my shit off and put on something else but he was that meant that at like minute five he was like this ain't funny but i'm gonna give him 15 more minutes to, to work it out uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it might be a slow build and shit. Like it might yeah. be some payoff at the twentieth minute. You know what? The sad part is probably at minute twenty one it was probably funny and that was when he gave up. Yeah, that's when he gave up. He had made his mind up then. I mean it wasn't even like you know what I'm saying we it, it wasn't like a live stream of our show. It was people were interviewing us, asking us what we doing and um actually like what I, I don't know what to do won't, you know. And it <laughs> It was a show where we had we hadn't been on there before, and you know one of our guys in the group had said, "Don't make sure you watch your language." And I wanted to be make sure I respect respectful to the host, so I didn't want to cuss the dude out. But I noticed y'all are fond of, of cursing on oh, this show, so it's mandatory. Oh, it makes yeah. my teeth like yeah. yeah. People call up here and they be like, "Man, is it okay if I cuss on the show?" And I said, "I'd be offended if you didn't, didn't cuss." You you're right. 
So I'm gonna go ahead and get this out because I ain't get a, I ain't get a chance to cuss him out last night because mm-hmm. I ain't know if it was okay. I ain't know if it was kosher. Go but ahead. I know here that guy who tips. I know it is kosher. So if you is listening or you you follow on my Twitter or you you just out there and you still mad, um, you know, go fuck yourself mm-hmm. uh, with a stick. Uh, <laughs> Shout out go to you. Fuck yourself with her stick. Um, <laughs> And then get a splinter in your ass. And I hope that gets infected. And I hope when they get you to the doctor, I hope they tell you that they can fix it, but they lie to you because they ain't really been on their job like that. And then the shit gets infected. And then your whole ass blow off. And you got to walk around with no ass. And then when people tell you they're going to kick your ass, you have to remind them, I don't have an ass. And then I hope you still get your non-existent ass kicked. <laughs> well, you know, um, I'm glad you were able to get that out there, man. Uh, you can get that Molly Cyrus ass kicked out there uh, if, you, oh if, if that's what you want to do, people. Man. Oh. Now, uh, first of all, man, let me tell people where they can find you, man. Um, I think that the easiest way, go on Twitter at Sarome Russell. C-E-R-R-O-M-E Russell. R-U-S-S-E-L-L. Um, very funny on Twitter. And uh, you should already be following him if you aren't. But, uh, yeah, like I, I enjoy following Sarome and then you can get updates on like where he's performing, mm-hmm. when he puts a new video out on YouTube um you know and 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 just see them interact with the other deceptive comics speaking of which yes. uh you can go to deceptivecomics.tumblr.com and you can also check out his youtube sarone russell comic that's youtube.com slash sarone russell comic uh very funny dude man so uh yeah. make sure y'all find him uh anyway please do he's actually he's hilarious he's funny his twitter account you just i just really just laugh a lot like i only reply to him i just read just laugh and so it is uh, a joy to watch you tweet and respond to the crazy ass people on twitter and we got to get the whole crew so y'all can come over here and just cuss up a goddamn storm we go we're gonna do it we're gonna do it because we got a bunch of big shows that we're excited about coming up and uh, that's kind of why we've been making these podcast push uh, we want to get out there and let the people know, um, know what we're doing because we, <laughs> we can't afford to pay nobody to do none of the shit that would need to be done. So <laughs> we, we, we in, the, you know, in the midst of promoting these shows that we got coming up. So the first big one we got coming up, we'll be back in New Jersey, uh, in Kenilworth, New Jersey at 10th Street Live. Last time we were there, we had a sold out show. So we'll be back there again in September 28th. We got tickets online there. You can find us through the Deceptive Comics, um, on Facebook. We got the link up for that. And then, Right after that, in uh, October on the 18th, we're going to Houston uh, for the Houston Hangout. We're hooking up with the people that's getting together for that. we got a big show uh, um, along with Felonious Monk, and then we're going to yeah, – I also got uh, two two rappers that I'm enjoying this stuff. I've been – like, as soon as I saw their names, I wanted to uh, click their names. It's, uh, it's Don Dapp and uh, Spit Raw. And I've been yeah, – Yeah, yeah. you breaking you know, up a little bit. Your, your, your table over type. Hey, Sarone. Um, Hey, Saron, you breaking up just a little bit, man. Um, uh, say say that part again. Uh, after after you said the Houston show. All right, so the Houston show is gonna be felonious monk. Uh, my it's felonious monk, the deceptive comics, spit raw dapper Don. We and we we got just got a big show coming on, man. I'm trying to move somewhere with a better, I don't uh, know, better connection thing. or whatever. Yeah. All right, no doubt, man. Um, but uh, so make sure you check them out, man. Uh, if you're in Houston, if you're in New Jersey, um, I know we've had a, a couple people from our uh, podcast that went to check you out yeah, and uh, you, check out the Deceptive Comics last time they were in New Jersey, and they said y'all killed it. Yes, they did. If we was closer, we sure would go. 
no doubt well, y'all get y'all gotta get down here in the yeah, north, north carolina, carolina charlotte area Raleigh, like, Durham. get some of them boys to come down south so we can uh check y'all out too man we trying to get down there. there's so many people mad at me because i ain't we had a chance to come back uh to georgia go back to atlanta you know go to my home state and do anything so my, my grandma has been really cursing at me and i'm tired of the shit uh-huh. <laughs> grandma and i be like baby i see you traveling and you're getting all big and stuff but you gotta come back down here and visit grandma i like yeah. to see you live every now and then come tell some of them cursing jokes to grandmama um so i can get in too is <laughs> uh she's convinced that uh my whole show is about her really ah! but she wants money it's not like she's <laughs> money she's like what about these royalties though i mean i'm not yeah. offended i'm only offended i didn't get paid yeah it's a real it's a real slick guilt trip though and she was like how you doing with your with your comment and stuff i said i'm doing okay that's good baby um when when you tell jokes about people do you normally oh do you pay them for that since that's how you got the joke and i you know, i'm like not Really? Oh, okay. I, I, so no money changes hands. Okay, I see. <laughs> oh. So she want her money. Yeah. Well, I, I my, my grandma already got my grandma already got plans for all my comedy riches. Like she's like, you know, I've always wanted a Jaguar with the spinning rims on it. And in my and I just say, <laughs> Grandma, Grandma, I'll get you anything. But in my head, I'm like, you a hundred and eighty four years old. I'm not finna get my grandma no damn five hundred horsepower Jaguar and let her kill her damn self. That's no. Right. Cataracts acting oh. up. It's a night. Blinker been on for 30 blocks. Yeah. yeah it's just asking I'm just, for You know what? If I can't afford to get a one, I'm going to get a one. I'm going to just keep uh, disconnecting the battery. And I'm like, on the hell wrong with it. Uh, also, man, I like, I, I, sit in it. I can now hear crickets in the background and I kind of like that. Like, yes, I, was like, oh, we I feel like now. we outside just we outside with you looking up at the moon, um, chilling the on stars, uh, hanging out with, uh, one of our favorite comedians, man. I kind of like this vibe. I, f- I think I feel like that, that, um, compliments my country as nature. Like, <laughs> you know, this is, you getting the full Sarome experience. If this is how country I am, there are crickets when you, when went behind me you're gonna hear a white man woo in just a second so you get the whole thing <laughs> so my boy get back in the house oh okay sir um right. well this is the blackout tips man you can find us on the blackout com, itunes stitcher podomatic all those places that you find podcasts uh you can also do stuff like go to blackout tips uh dot com and leave us uh comments on different episodes vote in the polls uh leave comments on your votes in the poll it gets that serious the all the contact information is in the about section so if you want to email us leave a voicemail throughout the week all of these things just go to the about section of the show and of course keep signing up for a premium so you guys can hear all of our premium shows that we have uh now uh so you know you can hear like us talk about sports video games movies all kinds of stuff uh, just check that out the blackoutist.com slash premium the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme um all right we are sponsored today double sponsored first things first sponsored by tweakedaudio.com uh i love when people get their tweaked audio earbuds um they basically sell high quality earbuds with a lifetime 
warranty that you can you know send back if your shit breaks because we all hate when you have your earbuds in at the gym at your job and you start getting that first little hit of static and one earbud goes out and you go fuck i gotta buy some more earbuds because you never realize how much you love them until your shit breaks well what if you had a lifetime guarantee that your shit would not break or you could get another pair that's what tweakedaudio.com does. And on top of that, you put in the code TBGWT and you get 33% off. We appreciate everybody that does that. Um, today, Angelica P on Twitter said, got my at tweaked audio earbuds super fast, lifetime warranty, free shipping and 33% off. Thanks at TBGWT for the coupon code. And she took a picture of it. Uh, so you guys should, uh, you know, we appreciate what people do that, man. A lot of people have been doing, you know, hey, just got my my headphones. Thanks y'all so much yeah, for it's like, the code. I got it. I got them quick. I got them fast. It didn't take long. Right. Yeah. I think tweak the audio, but God, they must work on Amazon. Right. <laughs> right. They must do something. Yeah. But. They, they was like, oh, you ordered? Send that shit out right now. Right. So make sure you guys do that, man. Um, tweakedaudio.com, code TBG wt uh like i said it, it helps us out tremendously we're also sponsored by adam and eve uh let me find a sexy song that i can play let me see close enough <laughs> it's white people sexy but you know some people have sex to this i'm sure i wear my heart upon my sleeve like a big deal ladies That's what go ahead saron so that's that's that song for that that's a steady lady that's steady what oh you broke up a little bit yeah we might so that's a steady slow and lazy jack fabric stroke oh yeah exactly that's when you look them in their eyes like it means something that's right oh like right ladies and fellas and everybody else in between are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom why shouldn't you you should be i mean come on let's be honest man it's getting a little boring in there you got cobwebs collecting you gotta dust it out man get in there and spice the shit up have you been fantasized about surprising your lover with avengers new tour adult movie when they come in the house you just go ha avengers new tour adult movie and oh, they be surprised well that's how you should do them here's an offer you won't be able to resist go to adamandeve.com for a limited time only you get 50 percent off of just about any item but that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift that's so sensual, nobody can tell you what it is until you get it. And to top it all off, they give you the best kind of shipping, which is free shipping. And no, they're not joking. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off when you put in the code TBGWT upon checkout. And you also get three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. That's code TBGWT at adamandeve.com. And you will feel close to whoever you're having sex with, even if it's yourself. Can't get closer than that. All right. We have plenty of shit to talk about today. First things first. I feel like I got a life achievement point today, uh, a life achievement point today. I was uh, going to buy some incense at the incense store. And uh, I was by myself, you know, because now I'm a house husband, so I can do errands in the middle of the day. Um, and the girl at the counter that was working there had like this real low cut blouse on and titties just popping out. And yeah. I was like looking at my iPhone and shit, you know, just waiting on her to run my card. 
and then she finally came around my card and then she handed it to me and then she like leaned down real low and held the receipt in front of my face like sign this receipt and i signed the receipt and i kept eye contact the entire time i was amazed at the stamina and the fortitude that it took to maintain that like because you know that to me that's what a good person would do is not like just get a face full of titties right there and i feel like she was offering me to look at the titties but i wasn't 100 percent sure so it was that murky type of am i supposed to be looking at these titties am i not you know is this wrong is it right you know uh she knows i'm married i come in there with karen all the time it could be it's, <laughs> it's a black woman it could be a setup you know she could have karen on speed dial to she like don't. snitch on me and shit afterwards well of course you're gonna say she don't now karen <laughs> but i didn't i looked her dead in the eyes like i respect you and she you you know i could tell that she begrudgingly respected that man like she must have felt a little bit bad that i didn't check out the titties you know because it's a little bit you know disrespectful that i was like not those titties ma'am but i i definitely uh feel like i passed the test man i i feel like i I deserve a pat on the back because that is extremely hard to do you do deserve it. I commend you. Yeah. Thank you, man. I'm a woman, and I probably would look at the titties because they're there. Yeah. Like, you'll hear a lot of times people be like, he didn't respect me. He was looking at my titties and not in my eyes. But I feel like the nipples are the eyes of the titties. So it's almost yeah. like it's like an optical illusion. You know, you feel like you are looking in his eyes, and then you look up, and you're like, oh, man, you're mad. I didn't mean to make you so upset. And, you know, I feel like the only thing that separates a man from a gentleman in 2013 is, you know, that little bit of self-control to wait till she gets up and looks another way to look at her titties. Like, that's what respect is when you're a heterosexual man. It's, that you know, it's impossible to be 100% like, I'm never going to look at no titties. That's crazy. That's, that's crazy. And, and, yeah. And, only a sicko would think like that. And I think for, for most women, they don't care about you looking because they titties and they dare mm-hmm. the problem is that when you stare at them like you've never seen a sit in your life that's what pisses women off mm. well i try not to you know i gave it a proper if respect you rub your, if you rub your hands together while you look that's what makes them mad is oh that's the secret yeah <laughs> well see that's what i gotta stop doing if your eyes get all big like woo, girl look at them look at them look jugs <laughs> yeah. you start touching your own nipples while you look at hers <laughs> that's that's bad right so uh i felt like you know i left there and i, I pumped my fist in the air um yeah and, and everybody was kind of congrats they was like that means you in love and all this stuff and i was like i don't know if it's a love thing i just really feel like i want people to think i'm a better person than i am so i would like for her to think like he's so advanced he didn't even need to look at my titties that's how of much of a good person he is that he said you are more than your titties, ma'am. You, you are a person to me, and that's why I'm going to look you in your eyes. And you know what? If more people did that, they would get more titties. Because she's like, oh, you, you're you not looking at me. I will show them to you because you're not coming over here looking at me like you want to see my titties speak. Mm, it's kind of like paying it forward in a weird way where I'm like, mm-hmm. for the next dude, you know, like I did my duty for the next guy that does get an eye full of titties while she's not even expecting it. He he should thank me. He should find me and buy me a drink. Like, man, that was cool what you did. I got to look ah. at them titties all day because she didn't feel self-conscious about it because of you, you know. But nobody ever says that. Only people I see get mentioned on Twitter are all the hey girl niggas that's walking down the sidewalk in New York and shit. Like, hey, bitch, let me see them titties. And then that's the only people that get any respect 
on twitter because everybody's like oh i hate when these dudes try to holler at me and i'm like what about the other dudes like me that just look at the titties and then turn away when you look at their face and be like you didn't see me look at them titties nobody ever talks about us like there's a no march for us right where's our mark <laughs> I'm, i feel like a titty martyr or a titty like the titty martin luther king martin titty king uh no not that much but uh maybe like <laughs> titty x or something. i have a dream <laughs> that every titty out there the black ones the white ones the asian ones we don't care what color those titties are that they can hang free i have a dream i have a dream yeah maybe i'm like the jfk of titties you know like i don't want to take martin shine amount like i'm not dying for the cause but you know i'm definitely a martyr of some type sacrificing my looks for all these other people to be able to look but it just goes unnoticed nobody cares man <laughs> I, I feel like i've gone too far already because i did a titty sermon uh <laughs> uploaded it to band camp if you go to bandcamp.com slash ron russell I, I preached like a three-minute sermon on titties it was well i told everybody it was supposed to be funny but I was dead serious. Like I, I just needed to get that off my chest. That's how, a, how I felt about titties. There's a lot of truth. There's a lot of truth in comedy. You know, it's uh, titties are magnificent and wonderful, man. I don't understand how anybody can't appreciate it. It's the one thing that it doesn't matter what sexuality you are, what your gender are, is. We all raised on them, man. Like titties are designed for me and you. It's like weed. It comes from the earth. Ah! And everybody can be nourished by it. I don't understand how anybody is against the titty as an institution. I've been to a place that against that is against the titty, and it's called Iraq, and it's a terrible damn place. <laughs> when you take away the titty as a part of your culture, that's when people get mad. It's already hot, and that's when shit get blown up. If you ain't got nothing to take your anger out on or, or, or give you a little joy, mm-hmm. all the women covered up, it ain't a nipple to be found, and they just mad, and they just fuck everything up yes. 47 people just got killed the last couple of days why lack of titties titties represent hope you know that's why you got all this killing going on in detroit and chicago it's too cold they wrapping them titties up and motherfuckers is like yo i'm killing somebody dog like is ah. i don't want to live in a world where the, the, the hope of seeing the titty is so far away i would just kill everybody and rather go to prison then live like this and that's sad you know it's why i'm never gonna live anywhere but the south as long as it's hot they gotta pull them out um yeah they gotta pull them out when it's hot uh another thing man i was watching the news today and uh i don't know if sarone uh has been paying attention to this at all um i know i wasn't because everybody's talking about the vmas but uh does everybody know that we as a country are mad at syria no i was wondering if that was news to everybody or if that was just like some shit that's that's been going on because like somebody told me like a year ago president obama said some shit like syria better not use no chemical weapons or it's gonna be on and uh i guess i wasn't paying attention because i was like i don't know shit about no syria and uh i guess in the this week uh syria got caught using chemical weapons against their own people yeah they killed a bunch of people yeah, that's, that's video online, little kids crying and shit with like holding up stuff to their nose so that they can, you know, cause they can't breathe and stuff. So it's like a real, you know, bad situation over there. And then I saw John Kerry went on TV and I said, damn, John Kerry's still alive. Um, and John Kerry was like, um, hey, Syria, the fuck, man? Um, y'all over here killing these innocent brown people. You know, that's our shit. 
how you gonna just show up to the prime wearing the same dress as america fuck you and we're coming for y'all shit man y'all better cut it out um so apparently we might be about to go um fuck with syria man i i mean i don't know much about the country i went and searched on google uh i put like does syria in in google and then the first autofill said have oil so that's what i was saying that, that, that's a big thing when you connect oil to it in america yeah so it's a it's a it's a, it's a weird situation going on like syria is one of the first places uh where the arab spring started where well um, a lot of the uh, people over there start to rise up against the governments uh in the arab world and that's that's weird because usually you speak your mind in the arab world they cut your whole fucking face off they don't deal with that mm-hmm. so assad has been dealing with uh that's the leader of syria he's been dealing with fighting the rebels over the last couple last couple of years and what's going on right now is there was a chemical there was a chemical attack in the suburbs of damascus last week and everybody's is you know assad is telling them that you know the rebels did this and the rebels are saying that he did this to us and at the same time that this happened the u.n inspectors you know for for weapons of mass destruction are there in in country already so it's weird everybody's trying to pin it on each Mm. other the people are dead that's that's for sure but they don't know who did it and what's weirder on top of that is that russia is taking a hard line against uh the west because they're serious ally and they're saying uh don't go don't go ahead and predict this outcome of this investigation so we gotta we gotta deal with that too russia's talking shit Francis talking shit. Francis always talking shit and don't never help nobody fight. I know. Shut the fuck up, Francis. Nobody <laughs> asked you what you were gonna do. Um, <laughs> so it, it, it's it's weird over there. And the, the you know and right now all they're thinking about right now is that if it, if they did do if Assad did turn weapons you know chemical weapons on his own people he might be catching the cruise missiles. And I've seen cruise like when when I went to Iraq I've seen cruise missiles launch and. They were flying over me towards somebody else, and I still I peed a little bit when I saw them. Cause <laughs> I don't blame you. Right, I'm a I was a grown ass man. I was a active duty marine, but when you see cruise missiles, that that ain't nothing but hell coming your way. They're like there's nothing you can do but just wait to die. Like maybe mm. you can jack off one more time, but there's nothing you can <laughs> do if somebody send cruise missiles at you. Nothing. And and can I ask you a stupid question? Does it sound like it sound on TV? If it it sounds let's see. It sounds like the devil whispering in your ear, I know what the fuck you did last year. It, it's the most terrifying shit you ever heard in your life. I, I, I pee a little bit. I'm like, that's terrible because they launched it from so far away. That's the fucked up part about it. You know they're coming, but they can come from like 180 miles away or even more. So, wow. you know, people push a button and you're gone. That's it. Oh, you got you, you to wait out the 18 minutes for them to get there. That's like a trip to Atlanta. Like, but just, yeah. but niggas just take a missile and shoot it at your ass from yeah. Charlotte and blow up Atlanta. Yeah, without looking. And then, like, isn't it guided and shit? So, like, they can, it's like, make the, the shit point. turn? Yeah, it's guided to the point down to a camera. And <gasps> it also uses uh, FLIR, which is forward-looking infrared radar. So, it can, we see the people, like, I ain't gonna tell no. Yeah, I got to tell. I got to talk to Jesus about what I did with these uh, things. But mm-hmm. anyway, you can you can you can watch people on the camera like up to the point where they blow up. Like you Damn. can take this motherfucker right here. Like it's it's the weirdest shit you ever seen. It's like Call of Duty except nobody responds ever. Yeah, wow. And I bet they got at this point they probably got Siri on that shit and everything. Yeah, dude, dude. They probably be like, uh, Siri, uh, show me how to kill Assad. They'd be like, 
turn a left on this avenue and that's how you kill them well well then i have a question dude like people be cooking women be changing clothes he be fucking i mean if y'all could watch to the to that point because you know if people just doing shit and don't know what's happening around them i've watched i've watched to the point where <clears throat> you can see people you see people get into a truck and then you see a white light and then there's no more truck no more bridge no more nothing just a goddamn hole so wow. that's it <laughs> okay well that's crazy because like the other thing that's funny is whenever they start talking about these like topics it's you know it's really serious like it's it's, it's war shit and it's something that could possibly lead to like you know uh many countries being involved in a war mm-hmm. but then they'll just bring on like some regular ass news anchor dude and be like so what do you think it's like well we can send the tomahawks in from the bay and then just ain't no expert get the fuck out of here i'm like why just bring on the nigga that play call of duty then if it's that like simple like i want to see a general or some shit talk about this like your stars and stripes you ain't got a damn one get off my tv yeah um but sarone when you see stuff like that man do you get nervous because like you um i feel like if you've kind of been in the shit so to speak it's more real to a person like you as opposed to like a civilian like me i for me, I I get um, it's not so much nervous, but I already I already know how serious it, it's it's gonna be. So that's why I'm like, this is you know, this not a, it's not a game to me. I can't just turn the channel from this. Not even in my head. So mm-hmm. that's what bothers me. I'm like, man, this is gonna be somebody else uh, that's like 19, 20, 21 years old has got to go over and face the shit. For so for me, it's not just a show that's on at 5:30 p.m. And gonna be off, and I can think about something else. I'm like, shit. I hope this ain't happening again because I know for sure that that shit was a terrible thing, and mm-hmm. it changes people uh, forever and hardly ever, never for the better. So I, I hope that it don't come to that. And I, I hate the fact that people in suits decide that you know about people in boots go die when and where we go die. So, yeah. but you know that's that's part of what you you sign up for. Well, no, you don't sign up for fat old white man to tell you what to do but you sign up and you get close to your friends in the service with you and you you're not gonna let nothing happen to them right. and you don't really worry about the politics part of it but, but when i see shit like this i'm like this this shit is serious man it's and always weird too because the people on tv talk about the shit like we just gonna send the missiles in and then that's gonna be it like they're playing the game of monopoly you yeah know, like it's like, not monopoly today though. the guy was like well we'll just send in these tomahawks and then we make certain strikes against military targets and then that'll probably you know cripple the military blah 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 and i'm like but y'all act like they just gonna be like well we lost thanks guys it was a good game like like these motherfuckers are not gonna just go away and you like you said russia's got interest in this and they're saying don't do this shit like we already got beef with russia over them um uh having snowden uh for a while in exile so like it's not just it's a contentious relationship at best and you can't just throw this shit around like you know like a lot of republicans do where it's just like go over there and give them hell and you know send more let's start another war i don't give a fuck what about iran it's like man this shit is real Right, and it's just ratings for them. But this kind of talk, uh, whoever that we got beef with, they using whatever we show on TV as, you know, propaganda the same way we gonna use. So they'll get they'll use what we say to get support from their people the same way we gonna show them screaming on TV to try to get support for whatever military thing that they got in mind. So it's not just ratings. Ratings get end up getting somebody killed. You know, TV has escalated how war goes. 
yeah. a lot. It's, it's changed. When war turned into a 24-hour TV show, it changed a whole lot of shit. It changed public opinions real fast. And it's 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 just weird how, how much uh, TV plays plays a role in, uh, you know, who gets blown the fuck up. Yeah, and the the other thing, too, about it is, like, uh, especially when you have guys on the ground over there and people just stay over here stirring shit up like it's a football game or something it always makes me like you know like do you are you really concerned with people over there if like i remember there was a guy here for a while that um when we had uh i think it was actually afghanistan or he was like uh i'm gonna burn the quran I want to like I want to get all these cameras out here. I want to get on national TV, and I'm gonna have a Quran burning, and I'm gonna show them blah blah blah. And I'm like, man, there's people on the ground over there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like if a motherfucker over there and he see days, it's like, yo, I want to kill somebody. If you burn a flag, an American flag, I know people now that are like, yo, I I want to fuck somebody up whenever I see the American flag getting burned. I guarantee over there when somebody sees a fucking Quran getting burned, they're like, uh, yeah, nigga, it, who can we kill? Right, and they ready to go that day, and so and the people who do shit like that don't ever have to deal with the consequences of it. Right, you're just putting on a show for yourself, basically. Yeah, you know, you're like, I, I, I'm speaking, I'm speaking out against this oppressive regime, whether it be mine or be another one in another country, and they hardly ever informed about this shit, so they hardly ever know how serious what they're doing. You know, it can be like, if, like I know exactly what you're saying. That dude, he he was looking for a permit to burn like thousands and thousands of Qurans at, at one time. He's like, you dumbass! Like we trying to, like we trying to stop this, you know, the blowing each other up shit. And you over here just just doing, like that's that's crazy. What if they were to sacrifice? What if, you know, we fight in Afghanistan at the time? What if the Taliban was to sacrifice a whole cast of Glee, live on TV? Right. That's that's. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like in the, it's got to the point where i remember at one point it was like the president got to talk to him like obama has to make a call like hey nigga what the fuck like come on bro we trying to work with these people so that uh they can take over police in their own country where we can get our boys home safe you know the shit's going on we're trying to ramp it down and here you are just trying to escalate the shit and it really seems like you know people want to just get their own rocks off uh with shit like this man speaking of which uh we talked about this yesterday and i don't know how much you've been keeping up on it but um you know the bradley slash chelsea manning um you know uh i guess at this point he's she's been convicted of uh a bunch of shit and she's got to do 35 years in prison um and so uh bradley manning quote unquote came out as transgender and he said i'm chelsea manning I've been going by Chelsea, man. Uh, I've, I've been a woman my whole life. I've been fighting this, 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 you know, this transgender thing. And while the rest of the world is kind of becoming aware of it now, this is a thing that he, uh, she's been going through forever. What do you think about, you know, the whole, uh, Manning issue, not just on the transgender part, but also on the part of, uh, this is a person that felt like they were doing something patriotic by leaking all this stuff uh all these government secrets and now they're about to do 35 years in jail it's okay that got real complicated like all out of nowhere when you added <laughs> in the transgender thing and to be honest you know even if they found him guilty of this crime you know he still got the he still got the right to be whoever he feel like he is on the inside but the weird thing about it is the military i mean he going to serve in a military prison at leavenworth but the military has never 
um, you know, the military has never done like anything special for somebody that's transgender or had any kind of any kind of deal like that. Like they just recently, you know, repealed "Don't Ask, Don't Tell." Mm-hmm. So what he's asking for, the military ain't never had to deal with. So they got they got to touch the situation right now. You know what I'm saying? It's like they never did it before, but if they don't do it, does it make them look more evil in folks' eyes than they did already? Right. Um, as far as him leaking the stuff, it was certain. It was certain parts of it. Like it was certain parts of it. Like when, like, okay, the uh, you know when the money trail. When I find that you know when you find out that people are uh, are using are using the water to make themselves rich, that pissed me off. I was like, okay, I, yeah, that's that's bullshit. I I don't mind him spilling that, but the shit that leads to giving away post position and stuff like that, that anything that endangers the folks on the ground, nah, I'm like fuck you, you know, fuck, right. fuck you, fuck you, licking that, cause that that don't mean anything to me. But finding out that people were stealing money, or finding out that people had uh, ulterior motives, yeah, I understand why he might have been compelled to do that because um, as the war drug on, and you saw how much money it was in, especially like once I was out, you like something ain't right, man, because there's so much money getting funneled over here, and we don't see like. None of it. None of it. Like they funnel so much money into that area over there, and and Iraq still smell like shit. It's just <laughs> they ain't got no running sewer system. They got just boo boo river just running down the side of the street. Right. That's what they have no sewers. So that's so stuff like that was interesting to me. But um, yeah, it's it's crazy too because like I want to say the total amount of data that he leaked was like four hundred thousand pages. So it's like no way one person can read all that. So it was just like I'm right. dumping all this shit to the internet y'all someone else peruse through it and find out what's going on um and it was kind of it's kind of weird too because like i i like in a way it's like man that's like the bravest shit you can do to believe in patriotism and to believe in that people need to know this information this much like is yeah. but in part of it is like it's also the dumbest shit you can do. Like, I can't believe somebody would do that and then think that they weren't going to go to jail or get right. killed. You know, like, I would assume you were going to get treason, like, yeah. point and, blank. In my head, in my head, and I don't know what to do, uh, I don't know what his, uh, his mindset was when he when he decided to leak, whether he was feeling uh, like it was a cover-up and he needed to, to let everybody know or if he was mad and he wanted to get back. Whatever happened, I'm surprised that they didn't just put two in him and, and let that be that. Right. You know, the fact, because, you know, that's that's serious. When you start, especially like I was saying, when you get, started giving away false position and it started in danger of mission like that, you know, <laughs> that's I, I wouldn't play with nobody like that. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine doing some shit like that at a regular job. Like if I worked at Burger King and I found out that the burgers were made of chicken, I would just be like, that's a secret between me and Mr. King. Ain't that the truth? Cause I want to keep my job. Like I'm not that brave. So like I said, in a way I begrudgingly like just respect the fuck out of it. Cause it's like, wow, dude, you, you, you really believe that you needed to get the truth out there. And then part of me is like, but you just dropped 400 pages of anything out there and it could have got people killed. It could have got people's covers blown. It could have got people's positions given away. Yeah, you're not considering any of that. Yeah, like I, crazy. I need to do my own. I need to do my own WikiLeaks right now. Um, I worked at a, a KFC in um, Havelock, North Carolina, in 2000, and I think it was 2001. I dropped a whole tray of lead quarters one day, <laughs> uh, flowered and already going to Greece. The lady told me it was okay. Just put them in the grease. It'll be all right. So I, I need to let everybody know that mm. if you ate chicken in 2001 in Havelock, North Carolina, 
most likely was, they was dirty. Was, I quit right after. Was my, it the buffet my, one? My conscience was messed up. Was it the buffet one? Well, you know, in North Carolina, you know, you get out there in the country parts, they had the buffets. Oh, no, the, the buffet hadn't made it out there yet. So I want this somebody, you know, this was over a day and a half. A lot somebody of people ate dirty piece. chicken because. <laughs> Because I, I I just drop it. I dropped it and I fell on it. So well, uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully nobody's gonna press charges on you for uh, dropping that man. And uh, if you come out next week, it'd be like, also, my name is uh, Cheryl uh, Russell. Now I'm gonna be like, hold <laughs> up, man, you trying to bite Bradley style? Uh, you can't do that now. Somebody already beat you to it. Um, all right, man, we got a bunch of articles to cover, and we gotta talk about the VMAs. Uh, I'll, you watched the VMAs at all last night, Sarone? Yes, yes, I did watch that hot ass mess. All right, I know Karen watched them. Um, and today I think I'm gonna start because this is like my third or fourth year going through this on social media. I think I'm gonna start naming the day after the MTV VMAs, the uh, old people waxing poetic day. It's the official <laughs> time time for old people to start psychoanalyzing the kids off of. The two hours they paid attention to kids for a whole year. Ain't that the truth? Um, like on, on Facebook, uh, friend of the show, comedian JL Coven, uh, he was, he had this long thing that he typed out, right? And tell, like, I don't, like I said, we all watched the award show. I don't know how you can watch it and get this much from it, but, but check this out. He says, can some people at least admit that our culture of hedonism masquerading as sexual empowerment without any judgment or restraint is partly what gives us monsters like Miley Cyrus and Kim Kardashian? Exposing and teaching young people, especially girls, to embrace sexuality before they are mentally mature enough to understand it is what leads to chicks like Cyrus and Kardashian thinking they are brave or bold or empowered when they are just short of shame, just sort of shameful and disgusting. I understand the backlash that emerged from the substandard treatment to women and the sexual double standard that still persisted to an extent today. But the pendulum seems to have swung too far. We need fewer hypocrites on the right talking about family values and more free spirit liberals to start citing the values of decency once in a while. This is not about condoms in high school or birth control. It's about common decency. Perhaps when the next Miley Cyrus blows the next Robin Thicke on stage in 2025, we might pause and say, hey, maybe we aren't evangelical hypocrites or Puritans burning witches just because we draw a line in the sand for what our kids are exposed to. Oh, shit, he got all that from the two hours of bullshit that I watched? It's not, it ain't that deep. It's not that deep. No, it ain't that serious. They're not trying to solve the world's problems and issues through music videos. Yeah, we had our bullshit back in the day. You know, like and that's what people have a tendency to forget. It's like everybody want to get on a high horse once they get old and act like they didn't listen to bullshit. They, you know, act like they wasn't the girls or the guys that was looking at the girls with their ass and shit out, you know, yeah. or they may have been the girl that dressed like that. And now they go, they we too definitely, good. we definitely had our hypersexualized young talent yes. where, you know, we, we grew up with a Foxy Brown. We grew up with a Lil Kim. Like we, we had this shit. We had Madonna. Like, I don't understand how people got to this point where all of a sudden the kid shit now is so much worse than our shit. It's so much worse, right? Kind of the same shit to me. It is. It just recycled in a different manner, a different way, but it's it's the same thing. But yeah, that, that shit was way too deep for two hours of fucking MTV. That's yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I just thought that you know a lot of people were going off uh, overboard with it. Um, 
what'd you think about the award show Saron? well a lot of it i was it, it wasn't that deep like i know i'm skipping church sunday because i can tell from that letter what the sermon gonna be about already <laughs> like, already like, they, can, they can they can cancel the praise dances because that's gonna be too close that's gonna be cutting it too close uh a lot of i was just watching like i, I love making fun of um, self-important people and the, the BMAs is just that it's like a circus of self-important people like yeah um and i guess i don't know i, I wanted to make jokes but towards the towards the, the halfway through the show i just got like real compassionate and i'm starting a um a charity to save rich white girls from themselves <laughs> um i because they can't help it and they need our help. Like, I understand, yeah, we got black babies that's hungry everywhere, but we need to save these millionaire white girls from themselves. Like, that's what we need to focus on right now. Because um, Miley is... Yeah, it's uh, getting out of control, damn. man. It's getting out yeah. of control. It's an epidemic at this point. Um, I, I So I, I live-tweeted it, man. Let me run through some of the th- shit. And y'all just add in whenever y'all, whatever y'all can remember. Um, when it first started out, they show a close up of Lady Gaga's face and like surrounded by white. And I was hoping they would zoom out and she would be inside of a tampon. You know what? Me and you was on the same page. I thought, I know this bitch ain't on TV wrapped up in a tampon. Yeah. Or like maybe even a giant carton of cigarettes, like back in the fifties where it's just legs and cigarettes. But, uh, she was dressed up as some type of weird blockhead nun looking shit. Um, and I think a lot of people were surprised because she stripped off all the clothes at one point and was down to like a thong and just a broad. Everybody was like, Oh my God, Lady Gaga got ass. But I thought everybody had already known this. And if people had been following me on Twitter, they would have known this for years now. I, I posted a video not even a month ago where she's butt ass naked flipping around doing yoga and shit. And I was like, Lady Gaga got some ass. It, I, I, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a, Ask a dumb question. I already okay. know the answer, but I want to be sure I understand this. Is yams another word for ass? Because I think of yams, I think of sweet potato yams mm-hmm. with, the, with the brown sugar and butter and cinnamon. So is yam uh, another word for ass? I'll take this one, Rod. Go Rod. ahead. I'll yeah. take this one. <clears throat> the yam is uh, it's a colloquialism. It's, uh, it's everything and nothing all at the same time. I think it's the ass and the thighs all at once, or it can be just the thigh by itself, or it can just be the ass by itself. But I think the underlying thing is that it's sweet, and mm. you want to get the sticky sweetness on your face and your hands. Yes, and ah! it does, because that was the thing. When Karen described what yams remind her of, that's what ass reminds me of. Oh, so, okay. Yes. I'm like, mm, sweet, I want to lick on it, stick my face in it. Okay, yes, that's that's what I like. Um, okay, I want to be sure. Mm-hmm, get it all over you. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... um people you know people were giving her props for that um it was weird too because when they first started people were booing lady gaga and i thought that was kind of like are people is everybody else tired of her now because like i kind of always thought she was overrated but i felt like maybe the this was the final straw for other people to be like good grief you know and the thing about it she actually has a beautiful voice she actually can sing she can sing she can sing i'm just surprised at the whole turn of events because and this whole time you was thinking that Lady Gaga was maybe a little bit too much, or she was annoying. Come to find out, she wasn't even the worst of it. Right. Like, how do you make Lady Gaga seem tame by comparison? That's how bad Miley is. Yeah, she was so bad. We gonna get to her too. Um, uh, 
so uh yeah man uh she had on the thong and everybody sitting around pictures and stuff um selena gomez is there um and she won an award and i had no idea that selena gomez had a little girl face um they were telling me she was like 21 or 22 but she looked like she can't be a day over 16 um (laughs) in the face like you know how some girls have a grown body and a little girl face she's a woman that got a little girl face man it was just like it's it's kind of creepy to be looking at her like "Mm, she looks so good because you like but you look like you 12 like i don't know if i want to do anything with you She'll always be 12 to me. I don't even feel comfortable talking about this shit. I'm going to mute myself out of it. Just, just <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> to be safe. Yeah, I was looking at my timeline. I said, is she at a lustable age or, or nah? Because some right, of these tweets. I always feel like it's illegal. I always feel like <laughs> you're doing a little bit something wrong. I don't, I don't participate in it. Uh, what else happened? Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, The Beats by Dre pill ads are the most racist stereotypes i've ever seen <laughs> it's not it's just black people voices and it and like chris rocks one of the voices and like it's just like we loud and we speakers y'all we we beats by dre it's like it's like damon waynes from bamboozle came up with the ads to try to ah. like set black people back and nobody noticed so they put the ads on tv but it, it's really one of the most racist advertising campaigns uh i've seen to to date mm. Uh, since we talking about commercials mm-hmm. am i the only one excuse me they didn't give a fuck that alvin and the chipmunks lost weight to get in them kids yeah they had the skinny the skinny kids yeah they had them exercising and losing weight i was like i don't give a fuck they ain't singing they just you know then I'm they so get out the car fucking rats i'm so sick of them damn rats how long they been doing this the eight years now yeah yeah the first commercial was cute and then they made 754 more like I don't give a shit like at all. Yeah, Go it's away. too much. It's too much. Let me let me play some of this ad for everybody. They're small. Small. I'm seven and a half inches of heaven, mother. They're loud. Um, yeah, we're speakers. We supposed to be loud, dummy. And they- don't they just seem like they gonna cut to them in the theater talking through a movie, smoking Newports? Ah! Like it's just it's too. With their hair wrapped up in rollers. Yeah, it's like they're supposed to be animated speakers, but at some point it's like, is this shit racist? I want some chicken, nigga. Give me that hot sauce. Like, what What kind of speakers are these? I don't want these speakers in my house. I feel like I'm going to buy these speakers. I'm going to turn around and my fucking Xbox is going to be missing. I'm be like, what the fuck just happened <laughs> to my Yeah, my speakers <laughs> going to cut me. No, thank you. Yeah, I feel like they're going it sounds like them two headphones should be swimming around in a pot of greens while they do that damn commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Love talking trash. A plug-in speaker is done. Yo, can I borrow your pager and your acid-washed jeans? Can I borrow your eight-ball jacket? A lot of trash. No filter, no kitten. That is not a good picture, you boo-boo. Beats by Dre presents The Pills. Small, loud, Bluetooth, wireless. Yeah, no the thanks. Pills. Yeah, what, the Pills? Yeah, Shut up. Shut up with that shit. Yeah. You know what? Y'all really don't have to do the, the you don't have to coon the shit up for us to buy it. We, we, I mean, we like one of y'all biggest customers. Black people have heard of the Beats by now. Like, what what are you doing? Yeah, the Beats by Dre. Are you trying to get us, are you trying to get us to not buy the shit? What, what's going on? Uh, or are you convincing us if we buy the shit, the detox will come out? <laughs> I don't know. Right. Man. That's what that they, that's, that's, that's all they need to do to sell these is just have Dr. Dre show up. 
uh for 15 seconds and be like if y'all buy these enough of these i'll go ahead and put the album out and just go but fade to black and then people will go buy the shit now it won't come out no. oh no it ain't that it ain't never coming out. out yeah it's not coming out it'll never come out but people yeah, it will come out before detox comes out <laughs> <laughs> um uh i saw yeah i saw another commercial for riddick uh the the, the new chronicle of riddick movie or whatever um, that shit looks terrible, but I'm gonna definitely go see it. Oh yeah, so. we done seen the rest of them. Might as well keep it alive. Um, they had um uh Robin Thicke and Miley Cyrus perform together uh to represent Black Twitter. Um, and ah, yes they did. Miley came out in like a weird bathing suit that had like like a plastic diaper underneath. She was dancing with like the pedo bears on and, 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 and furries on stage with her and shit. Oh my. Nobody ever sat Miley down and be like, baby, baby, come, come here, baby. Let me hug you and let you know you look crazy as fuck out there, honey. You ain't got no ass for that outfit. Yeah. Why are you out there looking like a fool? You white, baby. You white. You, you, you can do anything you want to be. Why is you doing this to yourself, baby? Can Miley Cyrus actually sing? Cause I don't know. I, I, I'm not saying that to be no, funny. She can't. No. Okay. Okay. This this makes a lot she more has, sense. She she has some good manufactured pop songs. She could have ate forever off that little you know the little music that she was making. I don't understand this shit. Like I'm trying to like I, I I've been consulting with all the dope things that I know to find out like what's the combo. What is she smoking? And you know together to make this. Who do you know to act like this? And far, so far like Itchy Pete, he ain't got nothing for me. He said he had a bad batch in '87. He kind of he twerked for a little while, but he stopped eventually. So he said he don't understand what would make it, what drug would make this happen this long. Yeah, and like so she she's out there dancing and shit in the the bathing suit thing, and then Robin Thicke comes out, and everybody knows the Blurred Lines uh, song that's been playing at nauseum everywhere. So in that video, he has two virgins, but basically both versions of the video have women dancing around almost naked. Mm-hmm. So of course, Miley Cyrus unveils underneath her um, bathing suit that she actually has on like some really tight uh, skin tight, like top and bottom uh, so tight that it's like squeezing her legs together to fake a butt cheek. Mm-hmm. So that she could like do the twerking that she's been talking about on Twitter so much. And she like, she's really into twerking. Obviously Jay Z rapped about it and put on the map. Yeah. It's definitely become a thing about Miley Cyrus out here twerking and shit. Um, and it's horrible. Like mm-hmm. it set black people, it set white people back at least an hour or two. Yeah. Um, it did. with her doing all that twerking and shit. Um, like, I think they hung their heads like oh, it was oh, so yeah. bad people didn't even notice Robin Thicke was dressed like Beetlejuice like they didn't people were just like damn I think we we need to just it, it's a misnomer we need to quit calling it twerking because first of all we need like a governing body over the sport of twerking yes like you know like the NCAA we need somebody to have some kind of set standards rules and regulations I, you know what first of all it's got to be it's got to be a minimum amount of ass. You know how you I uh, agree. get on the plane? You know how you get on the plane and you have to make sure your carry-on bag can fit inside that little box before you get in? Yes. Like, there should be a twerk box. If your ass don't fill this box, you're not allowed to twerk. Mm-hmm. Like, at all. You ah! can't call it twerking. Like, kind of like the roller coaster. You, where call, it's like, it, you call it bumping, yeah. but you can't call it twerking. But, you know, on a roller coaster where they're like, if, if you're not yeah. this tall, you can't ride, it should be that with yeah. some ass. 
was like, hey, I call what they doing. I call what Miley's doing uh, spine shanking. That's what she's doing. <laughs> ah! She's spine shaking. shaking her spine. She's spine shaking because it's sharp. It's uncomfortable. Nobody wants to see it. And she just keeps just, like, just thrusting it at us. And I want it to go away. Yeah, she's she like, fine. she gives off that vibe of the girl in college or something that finally got out of the house and just want to be sexy so bad. You know what I mean? Where it's like she's just giving it away at this point. Like, please, someone pay me attention. Anybody. It doesn't matter who it is. Just look, I'm shaking my ass, y'all. And everybody's like, you don't want to see that. But it's me. I'm shaking it, y'all. Come on. Somebody got to be into this. It's like, calm your ass down. Why are you trying so hard? And that it just like nobody seems to get the everybody seems to get the joke. But Miley, that's what's throwing. Yeah. Yeah. And fame is a motherfucker, too, because. I feel like this happens with a lot of stars who don't have a lot of talent where they start chasing that fame because it's the only way they've been able to evaluate their worth throughout their lives. Yeah. because So as it starts dwindling down, as people get tired of you, you have to do more and more antics because you don't actually have the talent to be like, well, like, like Jill Scott will never have to do anything crazy because she could just be like, I'll just release a dope album. Everybody be like, Oh yeah, that album was pretty tight. You know, do I want to see Jill Scott's titties? Of course, but I'm never gonna get to because she got actual talent. Yeah, Molly Cyrus fuck around being Playboy next week. It don't matter. No, it don't. And like you brought up a good point. You got remember she came from that Disney crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, always since she was a teenager, always in the spotlight. Cameras always on her, always following her. Right. And it's one of those things where some people, when it comes to fame, don't know how to. I don't want to say go out gracefully, but they don't know how to just let it go and say, okay, it's time for me to do other things or either reinvent yourself. Right. Well, I will give her credit for this, though. Uh, unlike a lot of stars, she didn't go out and get butt implants and shit. Ain't true. That, so, that's the truth. You know, I feel like, you know, if that if that was Kate Michelle, Nicki Minaj or somebody, they would have just unveiled some new cheeks and everybody would have been like, oh, look at these cheeks. But uh Molly was like, nope, I'm going to just try to squeeze what I got together and see if I can make some leg spanks out of this underwear. And uh hopefully <laughs> people will be impressed. And it, 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 nobody really was impressed. Uh On the stage with them was Kendrick Lamar and 2 Chains. Uh, and I just didn't understand why Kendrick was there. Because I'm a huge fan of Kendrick Lamar, but the entire thing seemed way beneath him. And he's too much of a lyricist to be rapping over a beat with 37 people dancing on stage because nobody knew what the fuck he was talking about. And it probably was some real dope shit about, like, mm-hmm. how to reflect on your life and get out of the projects and go to school. But you couldn't hear it or right. see it because of Miles twerking. Right. You doing this shit over, over Robin Thicke talking about women coming to, you know, dance with him and shit. So that didn't really work out. Um, Lil' Kim was there, too, y'all. She looks crazy, man. Yeah. I uh, feel like at this point it's like Lil' Kim John ill because she looked Asian after all that surgery. Oh, she looks terrible, man, because I remember I hadn't seen her in years, and then she was on, like, uh, uh, season or two ago of Dancing with the Stars. I was like, oh, my God, what did they do to you? Did they take you back to the baby doll shop and, let's say, and then redid you up? Yeah, her eyes was all squinting up and shit. I kept feeling like, Molly, are you paying attention? Because this could be you. Ain't that the truth? Chasing that fame. I I feel like her her face 
uh, hooks behind her ears now, like a Halloween mask, like an old school mask. <laughs> what the hell? I'm expecting that shit to open up and see that little alien dude from um, Men in Black. That man, can't. He be hurt. There's no way in the hell that's hurt. Yeah, right. It's it's, it's like I don't, I don't know what's going on. I thought did you hear her? She like she can't. Her old voice is gone. Like, remember Lil' Kim's voice used to be low and strong? Like, that's what kind of was her hook when she was rapping. Like, she mm-hmm. tried to do her Brooklyn voice. It's gone. You have scraped the whole Brooklyn out of your face and your nasal cavity. You can't even do the voice no more. Oh. Yeah, it was sad, man. I, like, that shit just made me feel extra old. Uh, Macklemore came up there with his homie. They got an award for having the song with the most, like, meaning to it or some shit. Um, and uh, my favorite part of Macklemore's acceptance speech was when he talked to his fiance or wife or whatever. He said, yeah, one more thing. Shout out to the love of my life, Sarah something. Shark face to the death. You know what it is. And I said, isn't that romantic, man? Like, how many women just swooned as soon as they heard a man confess his love like that? Uh, Karen, I know you probably thought it was really, you know, really nice. And that's probably, <laughs> you know, when I win the award, I promise to say something like that to you, Karen. Okay. Well, I thank you. Yeah. To love my life. What up, my nigga? Shit. This how we do. Like, what? what is this shit? Like, oh. <laughs> that dude is the king I of hip-hop. I promise to be drunk in a crowd or whatever award show that is when you do that. <laughs> I feel like I'm if you... I'm going to take my shirt off. I feel like the only <laughs> the only way he got away with that is because it was a white woman he said it to. But I feel like most sisters would have been like, really, motherfucker? Yeah. Is that is that what my love means all these years of pussy for this shout out thank you so much yeah man they kept putting kevin hart up there man man i felt bad for kevin hart though because it clearly seemed like he wasn't there to host or to he said that yeah it it felt like they were like hey kevin look we'll give you like fifty thousand right now but we need somebody to fill 10 minutes what's up right <laughs> it really felt like they were just passing stacks of money down to him like please please kevin we got some dead space can you please and he was like nope nope not enough not enough not enough <laughs> well 75 okay i got you yeah. but, I mean, he did what he could i know it's hard to go up cold in the middle of a special show like that like music and comedy shows like you rarely ever see that build together because they hardly ever mix it's two different kinds of vibes one of them one of them needs you to pay attention so you can get what's going on. And one of them, you can be as high as you fucking want to and just move to the base. It's weird. Like, yeah. I saw a lot of people um, dogging Kevin, like Kevin Hart in front of Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart ain't performing right now. Kevin Hart trying to keep the show moving right now. Kevin Hart's funny as hell. Because yeah. this same, if this, you know, the same amount of people was at his last special. And I think, no, not in the bar. I don't think he shot it in the bar play, but they was, he just filled up Madison Square Garden and his show was the shit so it's not that he went for it he just wanted to do comedy yeah and that's the that's the thing i'm not a big kevin hart fan but i've seen him be way funnier than that Mm -hmm. and like normally when you actually do host behind the scenes you have like a team of writers they pick out certain topics and certain jokes in the audience you're like okay we can do something about chris brown uh being here we got to do something about rihanna being here you know we got to make a joke about it's more organized yeah and it felt like he just got out there and had to freestyle it because he was like oh what was that that was crazy uh insane like they're getting out of shape you know but it was it was like something that anybody kind of could have came up well not anybody but a lot of people would have came up with on the spot because you can only talk about what you just saw. You didn't have the, you know, oh, I see Will Smith is here joke. And then 
you know say something about how his last movie bombed you didn't have that so you just he was just giving shout outs and shit it, it felt kind of messed up um yeah he's still trying to turn it up yeah kanye was there performing in front of an autumn uh painting and uh, i thought that was awesome uh i just wish he could have performed near the end because i felt like what that was too early for him to be performing and uh it was i wanted him to perform uh black skinhead but instead he performed uh blood on the leaves so it was still it was say what i like that song black skinheads yeah i like i like black skinhead too and it's not the thing is like both songs say white people ain't shit so i was okay with either one but (laughs) it was just kind of odd that uh he didn't get to do his song um plus i just like kanye performance because he'd be so angry mad don't he it's like what are you mad about i don't even know but i'm mad too man like let's ride on these motherfuckers kanye and i i thought maybe he's still mad about amber rose man could be it's been three four years now but so much of his anger is like you know directed towards some unnamed woman that he won't talk about that i, I think might be amber rose that, you know blood on the leaves he has that part he's like we could have been somebody we could have been somebody i'm like is he talking about amber rose remember at your first party where you pop your first molly maybe he gave her his first molly and if so much like sarone russell's grandma he, she should get some of that money from them albums is all i'm saying it's been four years ah! had two number one albums she not counting watch the throne i feel like she should get broke off something because if the pussy was that good it made him write two albums she should get something Man, that pussy was magical <laughs> this to make somebody that talented lose their mind like that like i don't even want it really i saw it. did you have y'all seen it yeah i saw a picture of it it's just the picture was too much it's 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 real pretty it's and, and it's all real too mm-hmm. yeah i don't even like looking directly into it because you you wake up like six hours later and you're naked somewhere and you done stole a bunch of car parts and you don't even know what you're going with them that's <laughs> why i don't look at the picture yeah i saw like that's the thing people shit on Wiz khalifa but i feel like he kind of won in this deal where it's like uh, i got the i got the chick that drove you crazy dog so um man he ain't even thinking about Kanye like have you this is the happiest salamander I've ever seen in my life like the <laughs> joy on that nigga's face is real like he's not putting on for nobody he's just happy like he really is just happy and that's it's, it's that magical unicorn vagina he's got in the house it's gotta be I man I've never seen a dude so secure man he just secure with his shit he's like I'm gonna keep rapping about nothing getting high and having sex with this <laughs> ah! woman and I'm good with where I'm at in life. This dude called Kanye to congratulate him. Like, hey, man, congrats on getting married. Congrats on the baby, man. All right, I'll talk to you later. I'm going to go have sex with this woman that you used to fuck. Bye. We cool. I don't yeah. got no problems with you, brother. <laughs> like, Kanye rapped about Wiz. You can't get mad. You can't even get mad. He has. He does not have the 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 tools to get mad anymore not Wiz right because he, after after Wiz called him to the congratulate I'm pretty sure Kanye went and rolled under the living room table and just cried a little <laughs> bit more right Kim's like what's wrong he's like turn the cameras off of me um all right so uh, apparently uh, Taylor Swift won an award and then she said uh, the guy who she wrote the song about to win the award knows who he is and I said that could be like one of 20 famous niggas because she fucks a lot of famous dudes yeah a lot and nobody ever talks about that and also they act like i'm I'm sorry sweetie go ahead 
I was just you no, you just brought up a real good point. They don't you know, they don't talk about her at all. Like we, we call <clears throat> Rihanna, uh, all kind of you know, all kind of bitches and hoes for who she's dated, mm-hmm. and we call Nicki Minaj all kind of hoes and whatever because of who we think she's dating. But Taylor Swift has made a career off of you know laying that thing out for about two or three weeks, and then she go write a terrible song about it. But nobody calls her a hoe. Like she's right. like, do you really think Taylor Swift is just chewing bubblegum with these boys? No, she's busting it wide open. Exactly. That was another. Like I remember one day I was like. Uh, Taylor Swift really has fucked a lot of famous dudes and I, I, it wasn't even a judgment but then someone said how do we even know they're having sex we know she's not hiding the shit I'm like when do we assume people aren't though like when do we get to that point where people hang out a lot together and they famous and they dating and we go they probably not fucking though and, I mean right she's you, a good she, she's a good Christian girl she would never do that something so vulgar yeah, well, but we don't, we don't believe that about our own black superstars. Like, right. They gotta be hoes. Exactly. I, I don't want to hear that shit. Ooh, she's she's fucking Taylor Swift. I'm pretty sure Taylor Swift, and she probably don't play Candy Crush, but I'm pretty sure she snapped up his necks to pass the time in the tour <laughs> show. She, she does something because, and also I think that she fucked some of the MTV executives because they motherfucking kept the camera on her ass like she was the only person in the goddamn room of uh, thousands of people you was like it's other people in here i think i call that the kanye cam they was just hoping kanye since he was there was gonna do something to fuck with her and he never did so uh there was nothing that ha- happened with that um justin timberlake performed and gave the performance of the show yes he did mm-hmm. uh and he really should have just they should have ended the show right there yeah, I, I actually put a tweet out to say that there ought to be a rule for any award show. Who, If somebody performs and they bring the house down like Charlie Wilson or Justin Timberlake or somebody where it's just so high, it ought to be a rule that the, by law you got to end the show. Right. Unless you got somebody bigger than, that, can, that can put on a better live performance than that person in the show. Yeah. Because after that point, I don't give a goddamn who's performing after that. He, I just don't. I'm zoned out and I don't care. He did all that performing. I made a joke like, yo, he need to have NSYNC come up there. Nigga NSYNC came up there. Yeah, they did. Then he, then he did, he, he like did some solo shit, did some old school shit, and he finally gets done, uh, and they give him like a lifetime achievement award, uh, <laughs> for, for, uh, the, the Michael Jackson, like lifetime achievement award for music. Um, it was just like, this dude's life must be the best i haven't seen his wife in five or six years but his life must just be like fan fucking tastic yes and one thing i can say about him his movies are subpar they're terrible right but that nigga could put on a great concert so yeah. that's all that really matters like he can come in and be like i'm the bit i'm the shit i still rock this bitch yes you do it sir. makes you feel old though because i remember when he was in nsync and then when he brought all the people from NSYNC back up there, I said, well, you know, all these people probably vote Republican now and shit and watch Fox News. But it still was good to see him, you know. And you know what? I don't even know who the dude that came on after Justin Timberlake was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I see they was doing the all white boy hour. So shout out to MTV giving the white people. Uh, the whole night was all white people hour. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. black people win anything? No, no, that no, night. No, I'm just talking about like white people performing back to back. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. they, 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 you know, they, you know, they put Justin out. They had to be sure today. You know, they kept away. Hey, you know what's funny though? You know what's funny though is he was doing so good. I thought at one point he was gonna bring Janet Jackson on stage and apologize about the Super Bowl. 
I'm trying to tell you, bring Jay Z or Beyonce or somebody out there. Yeah, I thought he was gonna bring Janet Jackson. Say, my bad, I didn't mean to sell you out like that. I was gonna be like, God, I had a fell out. Drop, just drop <laughs> the mic. Just drop the mic. It was nothing more that he could have did, man. I I thought his performance was great. Saron, you, did you see his performance? Yeah, I did. I was tweeting along with. I was like, um, MTV owes Justin some money for saving this shit ass show because he was on it, man. <laughs> um, he had everybody in the palm of his hand. Um, I laughed my ass off at that 17 second instinct uh, reunion. They shot the ass out of that hole and shot him right back down, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like that was the most uh, stamina they had, too, because none of them dudes were like they still perform. Oh, no. No. All them dudes were like they no. came fresh off the golf course or something. And oh, the, the fat dude was winded. All they did was lift him up. He's like, oh, oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> what I got to do, God jump three man. times and wave my hand? That's a lot. Man, that and Ju- Justin was on like seven stages in that performance. Like, it was just. Yes, he put on a whole concert. It, it was, was amazing. I, I thought he was great, man. Um, so yeah, I, I was I was hyped, and then my boys won Direction won an award. So. Oh, be- before you move yeah. on, mm-hmm. how about this Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy <laughs> Fallon, why do you exist, and why do you keep making money? Yeah. I feel you know who I feel bad for when I see Jimmy Fallon. I don't know how many people know this dude, but Horatio Sands, because him and Horatio were on the the lean years of Saturday Night Live, and the way they used to get through skits was by laughing at their own lines the whole time it's like the skit wouldn't even be funny but they would just be laughing at how bad the skit was and jimmy kimmel ended up being somebody horatio sands probably works at like del taco or some shit man it's fucked up uh, I, I don't know man. i just thought he was jimmy funny remember, i remember those lean years and that's you you're right they really it used to be the horatio and jimmy laughing show like yeah like, and, and Jimmy laughed way more than Horatio. Like, I don't know. Like, Horatio was a nice, funny, fat guy. And they, after they was finished, Hollywood embraced Jimmy for a little bit. Um, he made that terrible taxi move. Oh, nigga. Like, yeah, he did. We actually that. seen that bullshit in the theaters, dog. Yeah, him and Queen Latifah. Oh. I will never forget that one. He owed y'all $27. I know that much. Yes. I spent, I spent the whole movie saying, please get ran over by your own damn taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I want the popcorn money back, too. That's how bad that movie was. I'm like, I want my drink well, and my popcorn. You got my $50, dog. Yeah, Jimmy, you owe me everything. I want everything I did that evening. The gas, the get to the theater. Ah! I want it all, bro. That was such a bad movie. And, and the thing about uh Jimmy was that he was so goddamn hype, like a hype man. Yeah. He lost his mind. It was like, dog, calm down. He was like, yes, dick in the box. Yes, this is the man. Yes, I was like, calm down, it's gonna be okay. Um, so another thing that happened too after that, um, One Direction won an award. One D was up in that bitch. That's what we do, baby. Um, and then right after that, Jason Collins, the NBA player who came out the closet this uh, summer, he came out there to. Uh, I don't even think it was presenting an award. It was just to present the next performance, which was a song by Macklemore, somebody that was about uh, gay people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the best part was that ASAP Rocky came out there with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was so uncomfortable with the topic at hand. Uh, and he was trying to maintain his hip hop persona. Yes, he was. So he didn't really have a good way to talk about it. Mm-mm. And it was funny because he was trying to be too cool and fucked it up. He was like, 
yeah because you know uh asap man you know the click we we cool with whatever you know want to represent whatever people believe you know whether it's you know what you do what you, you uh and then he like leaned over awkwardly and then did a hand gesture towards jason collins without touching him he's like whether it be homosexuality uh whatever i'm like dog what are you doing right now just yes just and, just go to the next song bro and, and it's the, fine and the thing about that it shit got weird he felt yes. like he looked like he was struggling with some shit internally like <laughs> yes he didn't know how to handle it and the thing about it is that i think jason was nervous because i was like nigga can you read like he i was like oh my gosh he sounds like he's just struggling but i think it was just more of being nervous mm-hmm well, he went to like Harvard or some shit. He's smart. Yeah, that's why I was like, I know you can read. It's like, why? Do, why does it sound like you? He probably was nervous man. that A$AP Rock was gonna fuck up and say something like, "Hey, ah! man, you know what? We cool with the fags and the queers over ASAP, baby. That's what we do." Uh, so look, if you out there uh sucking that cock, like, hey, man, you you trying too hard, bro? Just throw it to the next song. You Watch me open mouth kiss this nigga and show you how real he is. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't give a fuck. I will pull my capris down right now, dog. Oh, Lord. No, keep I'm, him up. I'm one for the cause. I was like, man, stop. Um, Plus, it's already confusing because it's like three or four niggas in this crew and they all named ASAP something. It's like, come on, man. Stop. Um, <clears throat> It'll be like if everybody from a trial call quest is called a trial call quest tip. <laughs> A trial call quest Fife and a trial call quest Shar- uh, Sharif Abdul Rahim. I know that's not one of the people in a trial call quest, y'all. <laughs> um, all right. Um, but yeah, I respected the hell out of that song about the gay people, but I didn't like it because it was whack. But uh, I appreciate yes. dude getting up there, and I was like, "Is it bad that I am down for the cause, but I think this song is whack? Like, does that make me a bad person? Is, no, is that is that the same as not liking?" Um, Mm-mm uh uh what's the, i believe the children are our future is that the same no if it's whack it's <laughs> whack dog i don't care who made it and what they talking about dude was like i'm about equal rights it's about people making choices it's not just, i was like yeah but this song is whack though so very um uh that that was really about it tlc came out and i was mad because they didn't bring out little mama um they didn't and that uh special whatever they post because it's terrible a dude named austin mahone won an article uh won an award he was 14 years old and i like him because he thanked all of the people that have been with him from the beginning and i just thought about every person that is like over 30 still f- trying to achieve their dreams ain't that the truth <laughs> it's like nigga the beginning was three months ago for you like that's not really a lot of started. It's like I want to thank my friends Robbie, Scooter, <laughs> who I won't know in three years. Chip, thank you guys. You were there with me from the beginning. I was like, what about like uh, the comedian that's like doing the road gig for the hundredth time this year? Who's like, yeah, man. Hopefully I get paid. And then you got Austin Mahomes talking about some thanks for being here from the beginning, guys. We made it ever ever since the start. I think it was two thousand. 12 oh, ah. come on man um drake showed up he performed i really have nothing bad to say about him i know karen didn't like his opening no i didn't like his opening well i'm excited because at this third album we should have enough rap songs to take one or two songs from each album and make a rap album so yeah i, I agree i agree yeah so that was cool uh and then uh, katie perry performed the works uh, i don't understand how this works they kept going, Katy Perry, Katy Perry will perform her best-selling single ever for the first time. 
what the fuck happened to music I like that's some know. new shit like people were complaining about miley cyrus twerking we've seen women try to struggle to be sexy who aren't sex sexy but we ain't never seen a motherfucker be like i'm gonna perform my number one selling single of all time for the first time today yeah and and, and i think the thing that made me upset about Katy perry is they kept cutting to her traveling and running and jogging and shit talking yeah. about she gonna put the performance of her life i thought bitch you was not gonna go out there and perform it the life's gonna go out like super bowl like beyonce why is y'all pumping this up that shit was fucking boring was she did jump rope halfway through her performance it was boring oh and something else i want to talk about mm-hmm. for you you those of you out there right now uh, if you're gonna spend ten dollars to see a white lady float in space for two hours, you're gonna end up shooting yourself. That shit looks terrible. Yeah, gravity looks like a terrible movie. Um, all right, we got articles to get to, and I know Sarah's probably dying to do some guest race and all that stuff. So uh let's let's get into this. Um first things first, uh we gotta do we got a game that we, we play on the show that we talk about. It's mm-hmm. called Fucking with Black People. Uh, and different people play it all the time. Um, it's basically, we find articles where somebody's clearly just doing this shit to fuck with black people. Uh, let me play some of the game show music right now. That's right. It's time for fucking with black people. Today is contested. It will be University of Texas. That's right, guys. On Wednesday, a University of Texas student, Brian Davis, who is African-American, was struck by a bleach filled balloon while he was walking to visit a friend in a neighborhood populated by University of Texas students. Moreover, this attack appears to be part of a chain of similar assaults targeting students of color on the Texas campus. Now, what do they think is going to happen if the bleach is the bleach going to make them not be black no more? Like, are they going to be white people? Going to dye your skin, dye your hair? Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. They think you're going to melt or some shit? Yeah, like this chemical warfare can't like this seem wrong. Um, Last October, Austin police launched an investigation into four similar attacks on UT students, all of which targeted Asians or African-Americans. The October incident sparked a wave of protests on Texas's campus. Davis told the Burnt Orange Reports, uh, Ben Sherman, that he doesn't feel safe walking around campus by myself after the incident uh, and worried that incidents such as this one can poison the entire campus. I talked to my sister an hour ago. She's a freshman at Xavier University. I always tease her about how she should come to UT. But when I talked to her on the phone about it, I was talking about why that was no longer a good idea for her physical safety. UT is supposed to have an atmosphere of the entire city. It is supposed to be progressive and forward thinking. And here we are with hate crimes still taking place. Uh, Sherman also speculates that the purpose of the bleach bombs may be to target students of color with a chemical with a chemical normally used to whiten clothes regardless of the purpose of these attacks however they are very serious crimes bleach can cause severe damage to the eyes and even cause blindness so yeah i wouldn't know why this had to happen four times before they started to see hey it might be a pattern to this shit (laughs) especially to all black and asian people (laughs) damn whiteboard do they have going on in the police <laughs> uh station like let's see four people all black got hit with bleach 
put it down specific, man. Like this would this would have been the shortest episode of SVU ever. Like yeah. we could have saw this early. There's a pattern going on. I feel like Horatio from Miami CSI had to show up at the fourth crime, and people were like, "What? What? What? What do you see, Horatio? What's going on?" And he was like, "It appears that somebody mixed, mixed their bleach with their colors." Wow! Oh, won't be fooled again. <laughs> That's my jam. <laughs> All right, uh, I give this shit seventy-five points. Uh, uh, racism, because uh, you know it's that they, they waiting their time. It's one of those crimes where they don't seem to be close to finding whoever did it. Um, and they're talking. You know, it's a good the, the subliminal whiten clothes with bleach. Throw bleach at black people is uh, pretty good. Pretty good racism um now it's time to play the other game and we're gonna have the chat room play along and i guess Jerome russell will be playing mm-hmm. it's time for guess the race right. that's right it's time for guess the race this is the game where we play news articles and clips from around the world, and we ask our contestants and guests on the show and the chat room to guess the race of the people involved. So, Ron Russell, are you ready to play some Guess the Race? I am ready to play. All right, here we go. We all know Sarone has a military background, so he is very familiar with racism. A couple was caught in the act behind Boynton Market, uh, which is in Florida, oh, Florida. The rear Boynton Beach market with two-story apartment buildings and parking lots nearby served as a scene of sexual rendezvous. As customers walking by, walking by the couple, according to Boynton Beach police arrest report, um, oh, as customers walked by the couple, so they were having sex and people were walking by. Oh shit, they put on the show, ain't they? It happened at Thursday, on Thursday at 5.50 p.m. Oh, that was in broad daylight. Rush hour. Mm. He was rushing on that pussy. Mm-hmm. Now, hold on, let me, let me get all this straight. Okay, now, what's the name of the place they were behind? It's, uh, what's the name of it? Boynton Beach Market. Boynton Beach, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, okay, I got my answer. I think I know who this, who this is right here. They responded to a call about a woman in a lime green top and black jogging shorts, stopping cars and soliciting for sex. An officer arrived nine minutes later to find the woman, Nina Simone Johnson, 25 years old engaged in a sex act with a man later identified as charles howard estimate who's 55 years old so you you get he came up man 55 year old dude against 25 year old snatch good for you buddy you know hey do what you gotta do to get some strange i feel you uh police watched the public sex act as they walked into the store an officer wrote in the report the, that location is about two blocks away from the police uh department damn two blocks away that was Man, you should have picked a better location. Ah, clear. No way you're going to get that nut off, sir. Uh, a backup officer arrived at Johnson told police she was a confidential informant, but after a check with the department vice unit, they found out otherwise. Ugh! I'm an informant, y'all! It's like, was well, this part of the sting yeah, operation? You ain't, you ain't the fuck this dude out here in public? And we don't allow people to have sex, ma'am. Uh, Johnson added that she asked for $20 because she was hungry. So, that dude, uh... Okay. Let's see. Are we guessing yet? Now, we're almost ready. We're almost there. I just want to give everybody in the chat room, the you know, in case they want to call it, you know, uh, you know, after you. All right. 
Esman backed up what Johnson said, adding that he she asked him for fifteen dollars, but he only had a twenty dollar bill. He gave her a five dollar tip. Hey man, that's good percentage. That must be some good pussy, you know. Five dollar tip, ah! man. That's over twenty percent. Uh, so you know, he was like, "Hey, take keep the change, man. Uh, it's a long day. Uh, also, I like that. Like, I feel like if I'm gonna have sex with somebody, and I'm gonna pay for it. I don't want to pay only twenty dollars. I feel like that that pussy is going. I feel like a twenty dollar pussy is a five dollar pussy with, with with tax on it. You know, no, there's no point. Ah! It's too low to start with, so it's, it's obviously going to be bad. Um, so, all right, guess the race. I'm going to tell you this this hint. They are different races. They are not the same race. It's Nina Simone Johnson and Charles Howard Estman. Okay. This is uh, a black girl and a white dude of Scandinavian descent. All right. Let's check the chat room and see what they think um nina simone johnson equal black and man equal white dms sister dmx's sister and an egg oh my mm-hmm. browner than the skid marks in brown beasley's brown boxer breeze no homo well they're different races so what about the other race anyway, risky business black female white male <laughs> ah <laughs> good risky. reference that risky business i saw that movie um that there is a slave and a master Aww. sweet juice bitter cheese white man and black <laughs> woman equal black baby <laughs> 20 dollars make you holler chocolate chip and powder Aww. lost one and cave dweller oreo cookie white man black woman version uh her ain't nobody got time for that him fox news white oh can't get right his baby mama <laughs> <laughs> black cat and whitewash <laughs> divine brown and hugh grant the correct answer is yeah black woman white man so you got that right uh good job sarone crowd like that crowd likes that sir and i think a couple people got it wrong so all right let's uh let's get into the next one i've been saving this article for a while a first date ended in an unimaginable horror Thursday when an ad executive plunged to her death after the railing on a narrow 16th floor balcony suddenly buckled. Oh my. Yeah. Talk about a date going wrong. Uh, Jennifer Rosef, 35, brought Stephen Close back to her apartment on East 57th Street in the first half after they chowed down at Maya, a Mexican restaurant about eight blocks away. They walked through a set of French doors that opened to the balcony. Rosoff was smoking a cigarette and had a drink. She sat on the metal, metal railing about 12.45 a.m., which instantly made Close nervous. He advised her not to sit on the rail. Man, that's got to suck. You're on a first date. She takes you back to her place. You're really thinking, like, I, I might be able to hit this. And you don't want to tell a grown-ass woman what to do. So it must have been like, it must have took a lot of delicate to be like, hey, don't sit on that rail, girl. You might fall or something. I know what I'm doing. I'm a woman and I am liberated and free. I'm like, okay, it's your life. She said she had done it before and wasn't worried and she didn't think it was a problem. Close, close who lives nearby told the Texas that he heard two cracks or pops. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. That's never good. Snap crack of pops, what I say. The metal railing at Stonehenge 57 bent, sending her back, falling backward 140 feet. Shit. 
she landed on a construction scaffolding outside the first story of a building in front of a sofrito restaurant and died instantly yeah i know karen what about all the people eating outside of the restaurant i know ruining their meal right do you get that now can i get that meal free or mm-hmm. do i need to wrap it up in a doggy bag i don't know it's a lot of questions uh police question close who works in real estate but cops don't suspect foul play residents heard close 35 screaming as somebody saw him in the lobby after he emerged from the elevator he was hysterical which uh sarone russell is too man make sure you guys go and see him in new jersey or california mm-hmm. or wherever you can see him that's right uh Rosal's sister alexis treby 37 was heartbroken when reached at her pennsylvania home hours at after the tra- tragic plunge so guess the race of the woman who fell to her death woman that fell to her death, 35, added if it told him he had, she had been doing this and everything is going to be okay. I'm saying I'm going to go with white lady. Okay. And I don't okay. know the race of the guy. We don't know the race of the guy. So white lady is fine. We're going to go with that. We're going to ch- check the chat room. Falling from a building, real life madman opening Betty Draper. Julia, Julia Roberts oh. in Pretty Woman Gone Wrong. Swan in a blue dress. Oh my. White fog what is that fine ass white girl uh 200 or fallen ass white girl i don't know 200 dollar date 200 dollar date but over 200 pound white homogenized milk white molly cyrus first cousin she believes she can fly white i still think she he killed her white i don't know i didn't know i couldn't fall white privileged chick <laughs> fettuccine alfredo white coon on the cob stubborn black bitch oh pop son's back humpty dumpty uh, the correct answer is yes. white. She was a white lady, so everybody got it right. <laughs> and for Popsy. <laughs> All right, it's time for bonus round, man. Double the points. Double the points. Double the racism. That's right. We're in the bonus round of Guess the Race where we up the ante. We go double the points, double the racism. So far, Sarone Russell is two for two. Sarone, how do you feel about going into double bonus round? Do you feel nervous? No, I don't feel nervous. I don't feel nervous. I feel like we played a good game and the game was played good. And I feel like we work as a team. This is my best NFL player impersonation. <laughs> All right. I feel like, the, feel like the ball gonna ball. Then the ball gonna ball again. You just play hard. Both teams, both teams play hard. Um, a oh, forty-year-old West Palm Beach, oh Florida, son of a bitch. Forty-one-year-old <laughs> West Palm Beach woman was arrested Wednesday for having a sexual relationship with a teenager and sending nude photos of herself to him. Lisa O'Neill admitted to having sex with the boy, but said he seduced her. Oh. What? How old was this nigga? Fourteen? And he seduced you, a grown-ass woman, right? Hey, girl, you ever seen a Pokemon light up like this? Oh, boy, you know what turns <laughs> me on? A boy with no pubic hair. Oh, mm. what turns me on? <laughs> Not fully grown balls. Come on over <laughs> here, boy. Let me suck your childish dick. Get out my face. Ain't nothing sexy about that. You can't go no facial hair. 
I like my chest slick and <laughs> under the age of 18. She watched one too many, like, One Direction videos. Yeah, that makes no damn sense. <laughs> no, that's stupid. How the, where the hell that boy seduce you? So she said the boy seduced her while she was under the influence of alcohol, which I'm assuming she bought since he's a teenager, right? Yeah, he's a teenager. Uh, the married woman, uh, I guess as soon as she bought that wine, he just snuck up from behind. Um, the married woman, <laughs> who owns a flooring company in Royal Palm Beach remained in custody for 30 on $37,000 bail. The teen told deputies the pair's relationship changed in June of last year when O'Neill started texting him about sexual stuff and they began flirting. Three months later, he said she had a party at her house and gave him several Bud Light beers. He left the party after drinking the alcohol, but came back later when she invited him via text messages. The two had sex the first time that night. Oh, shit. In the months that followed, the teen asked O'Neill for naked photos and videos of herself, and she complied. Police recovered seven photos from the teen's phone, four of O'Neill naked and three of her in her underwear. Uh, the two continued having sex once at his request. The most recent time was in May when O'Neill texted the boy and asked him to meet her at a shuttered Toys R Us store. Good grief. Who needs dick that bad? Also, she didn't get the irony. Yeah. Toys R Us with a little kid. I mean, yeah. Bring, bring, go ahead, go, bring, bring your Uno cards. I'm gonna play Uno. <laughs> you know that because I know that's all you can play. <laughs> right. I you, just, you bring your Xbox boy. I mean, I, now I'm not knocking her for you know. I like I'm sure she saved a lot of money. You know, you go to the movies, you get him a child movie ticket, so you save a few dollars there. Uh-huh, student um, pass. Right. You know, there's uh, you can he can order out the kids meal. You know, when you take him out to eat, I get it. But uh it just doesn't seem right, you know. I just I feel like yeah. if the genders were reversed, we'd all be saying this that's is the worst creepy. thing ever. And that's the problem that I have and it's nothing wrong with dating anybody younger or older than you. You do your thing. As long as it's all legal and consensual. That's my purpose and they can't be living at home with their mama. How come all these the other thing is whenever we cover these stories about the people that fuck the little kids, they always wanna have sex in these really risky places. Oh let's go to a boarded up Toys R Us. Like Get a room or something. You can afford it. Yeah. Uh, during that rendezvous, O'Neill told the boy that she could get in a lot of trouble if anyone found out about the relationship, the arrest report says. On Wednesday, a deputy showed up to her house and asked her to come to the sheriff's office for questioning. She declined and was arrested. <laughs> she was like, nah, I ain't seeing y'all. Man, can you come with us for questioning? No. Bitch, you coming with us for questioning. Put on these cuffs. You got the right to remain silent. <laughs> yeah, I know it's so. Because <laughs> um, you out here repping the boys. I, I already know who this is by how she talked to the deputy. <laughs> <laughs> she said no. Uh, so guess the race of, what was her first name? Um, Lisa O'Neill. Okay, she told the deputy, no, I ain't going. To, <laughs> I'm not going with you. Yeah. So. This is a white lady because that would never even cross our mind to tell the police no, even when we're allowed to. Um, I'm going to turn myself in for some shit that went down in Virginia last year just in case. I want to get clear. <laughs> right. Uh, let's check the chat room and see what they believe the race of the good woman is. Uh, hot for teacher white innocence. Ratchet Mrs. Robinson White. She sang him nursery songs to sleep rockabye baby white. Aww. Mommy dearest Demi Moore. Robin Thicke, she knew she wanted it. A Gabor sister, Stifler's mom, impossible white woman who forgot Rod's rules and tried to change the child with the pussy instead of love. White, whiter than Rod's teeth, one who is the color of raw chicken. Plain strip risk, get them while they're young, (laughs) white. 
privileged white i'm not going anywhere crack ass cracker oppressor uh i didn't hear but i heard teacher and student sex that's white oh lord cameron diaz lookalike cousin of april one messes with turtles the other with kids bad teacher oh didn't learn anything from mary Kay letourneau movie of lifetime white uh the correct answer is white she was white y'all um good good job Sarone. just knocking it out the park today the crowd loves you sir they love you i don't think anybody missed that one either all right one last story man and then we'll we'll we gotta wrap this bad boy up man um stay off of the bath stay off the bath salts everybody that's that's what i want to say before i play this stay off the bath salts okay all right here we go the bizarre rampage in meridian leaves many victims including two men severely beaten they're still recovering in the hospital tonight it happened yesterday when police say a man under the influence of drugs violently attacked several people terrorizing a neighborhood news channel 7's karen zakulak talked with those who witnessed the man's aggressive behavior she's here with the story at tully park yesterday morning that's when they say the suspect punched a 15-year-old boy several times, then stole his skateboard. After that, police say the man's raging random attacks only got worse. Sir, our guy Mike was right here working. Trevor McMillan shows us where his friend and fellow construction worker was standing when police say this man, 23-year-old Sean Carnell, brutally beat him with his own shovel. And the guy came up behind him and took the shovel sideways to him and hit him right here across the face two times and hit him again. That victim, Mike Rice, is now in the hospital in fair condition. McMillan says Carnell broke his jaw, his eye socket, his cheekbone, and his spine. Then police say he went inside a nearby apartment and tried to strangle a woman in front of her child. Police are also investigating if Carnell is involved in the fire that burned the same unit. Just down the street, McMillan says the suspect tried to kidnap a man in a wheelchair before pushing him to the ground. I started reading parts out of the Bible to him and asking him why he's in a handicap, why he's in a wheelchair, and, and he kept saying, why, why, why? And Next, police say he vandalized this home, throwing things through the windows and doors with Melissa Garcia inside, scared of becoming his next victim. How can you do that to someone, you know? I don't know, it just doesn't make sense to me. Minutes later, McMillan says he noticed Carnell himself and how strangely he was acting. Police say he was under the influence of drugs during his rampage. I don't think he had a clue where he was or who he was. It was, it was, it was crazy. Then, as he worked, McMillan himself became the next victim. Time I see him lean back to throw the rock. When he threw it, it came through here. I leaned back, the rock went through, and out the other side. Fortunately, Carnell was arrested just minutes later that leaves two victims seriously hurt and many others scarred by such a violent spree. It's like nothing I've ever seen since I've been a police officer. Just one crime after another, basically just terrorizing an entire neighborhood. Carnell now faces six felony charges along with two misdemeanors. We've also learned that he was on supervised probation when all of this happened. And he also admitted in court today he does have mental health issues. He has a long criminal history, including theft, drug, and alcohol charges. D. 
Well, and Karen, a Nampa Fire Department captain was one of the early victims of the rampage. According to the deputy chief, he was attacked while riding his bicycle. Our Jamie Gray talked to Captain Chris Cade's son-in-law near St. Alphonsus Hospital, where he is recovering from serious injuries. Seeing him the way he is, I mean, he's still that he does, you could tell he doesn't like to be hurt, and he's trying to do everything himself, uh, even right now, you know, where he shouldn't be, but that's just who he is, and, uh, you know, he's going to heal fast. Yeah, so guess the race of this rampaging bath salts, uh, smoking motherfucker. Bath salt is a hell of a drug, ain't right? It? His name is Sean Carnell. Mm, this is a tough one because this could have been anybody. Once you put bath salts into the mix, this, you know, this could have been a German shepherd. <laughs> this shit. <laughs> This this is some bullshit. He went like basically did real life Grand Theft Auto for like an hour or two, right? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. running over the people's house. He returned to the scene of the first crime Just through a brick at somebody. Crazy. Uh, didn't it? He kidnapped somebody in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. Now I know it's wrong to laugh, but is there a vine of him pushing the dude in the wheelchair <laughs> real real bad? <laughs> I hope not. I hope not either. <laughs> Damn, he just, who, who, you know what? That fourth person to open the door probably deserved it because he just going to the apartment <laughs> complex knocking on people's door and people <laughs> That person was not paying attention. No, all your neighbors, that is not the Domino's man. Ah, <laughs> especially if you uh, ain't on no pizza. All right, I'm going to guess shit. I just want to say Florida is moved ahead of Mississippi as far as places. Yep. I don't even want to try to go. Uh I'm going to go with white just because. All right. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe the race is. Uh, and I have to scroll up a bit. Apparently, we've been guessing for a while. Um, One who enjoys a glass of milk with dinner. That doesn't happen here. White. Meth white. Mulatto negroid. Bobcat Goldthwait white. Bad sauce Uh-oh. and mollies are the new black people drugs. Oh, my. Salt. Blue-eyed devil. Metalocalypse. I do cocaine and bath sauce white. Oh, my. Soft white, snorting ants white, a million second chances and still wasn't in jail white. One who thought the piece of sheetrock on the floor was really crack rocks. Michael Bubble, yeah. concert white. Uh, you guys, are, yeah, well, alright, Sarah. Uh, the correct answer is black. Hello. Everybody got black. What? It was black. But for Sarone oh. Russell, and the rest of you guys, and that's most of you guys. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your mama. I don't even know you, and I hate you. Uh, that's right. You guys all got that shit wrong. Um, it was a black dude, man. I was as shocked as y'all when I found the article. I was like, what the fuck? How is that possible? But like someone said in the chat room, bad sauce and mollies are the new black drug. I clear it is. We've noticed this trend. Now we have one last story. We always talk about this before we get out of here. It is sword ratchetness, people. Protect your loved ones, keep swords away from them, and keep swords out of your hands too. Police who tried to arrest a suspected drug dealer had to call for backup after they were confronted by a man wielding a samurai sword. Three officers were attempting to handcuff a suspect on the second floor of a block of flats on Ladyburn Street but we're horrified to see James McGuire appearing on the scene with the fearsome weapon. Oh, my. 
he showed up the 31 year old mcguire ordered the cops to get off of him and made twitching motions with the sword which had a three foot long blade uh blade um as they tried to complete the arrest now mcguire is facing a possible jail sentence after being found guilty of assaulting the officers one of the cops told him told how he feared for his life the officer said i was petrified <laughs> i was at first i was afraid i was petrified um anyway uh oh. you don't come, <laughs> i said how but i will survive ah. uh you don't come across that type of situation every day the incident took pol- took place after the police involved in the undercover surveillance operation were instructed to go to paisley's address in april last year as they received a tip off that the drugs were being peddled there when the officers arrived they were playing clothes uh, they arrived at the scene. They saw a man in the street and told him they were police and intended to search him. The man then ran into the tenement clothes, but was chased upstairs by the three of the officers who finally caught up with him on the landing outside the flat. As they were trying to handcuff him, McGuire appeared at the door brandishing a samurai sword. One of the policemen instantly presses the emergency button to call for backup. Well, you can tell this shit That's, didn't happen in America. No. It would be like one of the police instantly pressed the button that's mm-hmm. called the trigger on his gun and killed yeah, that nigga. Or tase him. Right. <laughs> Uh, he was found dead in his apartment and everybody wants to know why that's true uh but the officers were wearing police issued harnesses with radios and other equipment attached they repeatedly identified themselves to mcguire and told him to drop the sword when he failed to do the do so one of them disarmed him by spraying cs gas canisters in his face uh, i don't know what cs gas is i'm assuming it's, it's pepper similar spray. To, i'm assuming that's the code name for it or something yeah no it's the code name it's uh called it's concentrated smoke oh oh tear gas okay so they basically sprayed tear gas in his face oh okay uh and then they disarmed him uh he claimed that he looked out of the security spy hole of his front door and heard a thud and seeing what he believed to be three attackers grappling one of his pals uh he grabbed the sword almost as a scare tactic i saw three people on top of my friend all wearing hoodies and i thought it was a wrestling match i looked like it looked like they were attacking him and i panicked i had witnessed a previous incident in the in the close where a man was a man almost died i had no idea they were police officers after a trial lasting two days jurors rejected mcguire's account of the events and found him guilty of the two charges yes finally ah. some justice out here in these streets i'm tired of these people using swords as excuses okay you think you see a wrestling match outside your door and you don't know what's going on call the police, police. okay you don't know what's going on don't just go out there with a sword thinking you can solve something like you got some type of justice on your side <sighs> anyway that's the problem with these swords man you get a sword and every problem looks like something you can cut through this has been another episode of the blackout test i guess it's Saron russell man make sure you check him out follow him on twitter Please at Saron russell uh go to decepticomics.tumblr.com yes, y'all. and Support go to Sarone russell comedy on youtube uh thank you so much for doing the show with us man hey thank y'all for having me back man y'all want to you know yeah y'all some of my favorite people um online doing podcasting uh, doing a show at night so i always i always feel good I feel like coming back home to, to a uh-huh. person that's home but it's it's home i appreciate it man i feel like we came to your home today when we heard the crickets and shit i feel like we was outside with you yeah we went outside and kicked it on the porch for a while cookout appreciate it appreciate it no doubt man also check out tweakedaudio.com and adamandeve.com put in the code tbgwt and get all your little sponsorship deals and stuff y'all get y'all discounts don't you want those i'm I'm finna go to adamandeve.com right now spice up spice up your bedroom guys it's worth it 
um get that lifetime one and you can use the code as many times as you want um so until <laughs> until tomorrow at five uh i love you i love you too baby Mwah. Mwah.